You can make money the hard way becoming a bullfighter or save money the easy way with Xfinity Mobile. It sure beats making money as a human cannonball. Now through March 21st, learn how existing Xfinity customers can get a free line of unlimited intro for a year when they buy one unlimited line. That's hundreds of dollars in savings on your wireless bill. Visit XfinityMobile.com today. Restrictions apply. Xfinity Mobile requires Xfinity Internet. Reduced speeds after 20 gigabytes of usage per line. Data thresholds may vary. Hey, math fans. Jason Marshall, Math Dude here with your weekly dose of quick and dirty tips to make math easier. In the first part of our How to Make a Graph series, the infamous hero of our ancient Egyptian plotline, Not Dude, taught his pyramid-building father, Papa Not, a quick and dirty method for figuring out the corner-to-corner diagonal length of a pyramid's base. In particular, he taught his dad the very same four-step method for making graphs that we're learning. Last time, we talked about the first two steps of Not Dude's method, drawing Cartesian coordinates and creating a list of ordered pairs. As you might expect, today we're going to talk about the final two steps. What are they, and what can we do with the graph we end up with? Stay tuned to find out. If you missed the first part of this series, you might just want to stop right now and go give it a listen, because everything we're going to talk about today is based upon the stuff that Not Dude taught his father in that episode. In particular, he taught his dad that the first step in making a graph is to draw what's called Cartesian coordinates. What's that, you ask? Check out part one of the series to find out. In that episode, we also learned that the length of the corner-to-corner diagonal across a pyramid's base can be written C is equal to the square root of 2 times A. Not Dude told Papa Not that the easiest way to make his graph is to start by using this equation to calculate the lengths of the diagonals C for a bunch of pyramids with different sized bases, A, and then to use his results to make a list of values written like a, C, all inside parentheses. For example, 1, the square root of 2 in parentheses, 2, 2 times the square root of 2 in parentheses, 10, 10 times the square root of 2 in parentheses, and so on. You can see Papa Not's complete list in the first of the many drawings I put together for this episode. You can find all of those drawings in the web article version of this podcast. This is Math Dude episode 175, available at mathdude.quickanddirtytips.com. Why was Papa Not instructed to write the numbers he found in this way? Because, following Not Dude's directions, he was making a list of what are called ordered pairs. What do you do with these ordered pairs? Well, before we find out what Papanat did with the ordered pairs he calculated to make his pyramid graph, let's take a minute to talk about what ordered pairs are in the first place. And to do that, let's step back and simplify things by thinking about a graph that contains three points, called A, B, and C. The X and Y axes of this graph both span values from 0 to 5. Let's say point A is located at X equals 1, Y equals 2, Point B is located at x equals 3, y equals 5, and point C is located at x equals 5, y equals 1. Again, if you'd like to follow along visually, you can find a drawing I've put together of this graph along with the web article version of this podcast. If you think about it, you'll see that each of the three points on this graph is located at a position that's described by an ordered pair of numbers. In exactly the same way that a pair of cross streets directs you to a location on a map, An ordered pair of numbers tells you the location of a point on the coordinate plane. 
point A at position x equals 1, y equals 2 corresponds to the ordered pair 1, 2. Point B at position x equals 3, y equals 5 corresponds to the ordered pair 3, 5, and so on. Which means that all you have to do to describe a location in the coordinate plane is give a location along both the x and y axes. In other words, all you have to do is give an ordered pair. And now that we know that, we're ready for step 3. Plot points on the plane. You can make money the hard way becoming a bullfighter. Or save money the easy way with Xfinity Mobile. It sure beats making money as a human cannonball. Now through March 21st, learn how existing Xfinity customers can get a free line of unlimited intro for a year when they buy one unlimited line. That's hundreds of dollars in savings on your wireless bill. Visit XfinityMobile.com today. Restrictions apply. Xfinity Mobile requires Xfinity Internet. Reduced speeds after 20 gigabytes of usage per line. Data thresholds may vary. Knowing that Papa Knot's ordered pairs describe the X and Y locations of points on a graph, it's time to go ahead and make that graph. If you use a calculator to find approximate values for numbers from the table like 10 times the square root of 2 and 20 times the square root of 2, you should be able to do just that. When you do, you'll end up with a graph that looks similar to the one I produced for the web article version of this podcast. Believe it or not, the graph you'll see is the start of what will eventually become the graph that helped Papa Knot solve his pyramid problem. In my version of the graph, instead of an x-axis, I've labeled the horizontal axis the a-axis, and instead of a y-axis, I've labeled the vertical axis the c-axis. Why? Because we don't have x, y ordered pairs. We have a, c ordered pairs. In other words, since the table we made earlier contains a and c values, our ordered pairs are a, c ordered pairs. Once you've finished plotting all of the ordered pairs from Papa Knot's table, you're ready to move from plotting points to plotting a curve. Which brings us to step four. Connect the dots to draw a curve. After slapping all of those AC ordered pairs from Papa Knot's table onto your plot, you should have at least six points showing the locations of the ordered pairs corresponding to pyramid sizes of A equal to 0, 10, 20, 30, 40, and 50 feet. While plotting these points, you should begin to see a pretty clear trend developing. In this case, you should see that the points appear to be ascending in a straight line from the lower left to the upper right of your plot. So let's go ahead and draw a line that connects the dots and shows the overall trend. As you can see in the graph I've produced for the web article version of this podcast, the end result is a perfectly straight line. So what does this graph tell us? Well, Papa Knot's goal was to come up with a way to quickly find the diagonal length of a pyramid's base given only the length of its sides, and to do that without having to use the Pythagorean theorem every time somebody asks for a different sized pyramid. And that is exactly what this graph does. For example, if Papa Knot needs to build a 24 by 24 foot pyramid, he can easily find its diagonal length by starting at A equals 24 feet on the A axis, then moving vertically up from this point until he hits the diagonal line which connects the dots, and finally moving horizontally to the left until he hits the C axis. The value of C at that location is the diagonal size of the pyramid. With only a quick glance at his graph, Papa Knot can therefore see that the diagonal length of this pyramid must be a bit more than 30 feet, which he can now see quickly and easily and honestly without hardly even thinking. That's the beauty of graphs. To sum things up, in the future, whenever you need to make a graph, 
Just remember not dudes four simple steps. Step one, draw Cartesian coordinates. Step two, create a list of ordered pairs. Step three, plot those ordered pairs on the XY plane. And finally, step four, connect the dots to draw a curve. Okay, that's all the math we have time for today. Remember to become a fan of the Math Dude on Facebook, where you'll find lots of great math tips posted every day. That's at facebook.com slash themathdude. You can also find me on Twitter at twitter.com slash Jason Marshall. And please be sure to pick up a copy of my book, The Math Dude's Quick and Dirty Guide to Algebra. It's perfect for all the math fans in your life, and it's available wherever you like to buy books. Many, many, many thanks for your support. Until next time, this is Jason Marshall with The Math Dude's Quick and Dirty Tips to Make Math Easier. Thanks for listening, math fans. You can make money the hard way becoming a bullfighter or save money the easy way with Xfinity Mobile. It sure beats making money as a human cannonball. Now through March 21st, learn how existing Xfinity customers can get a free line of unlimited intro for a year when they buy one unlimited line. That's hundreds of dollars in savings on your wireless bill. Visit XfinityMobile.com today. Restrictions apply. Xfinity Mobile requires Xfinity Internet. Reduce speeds after 20 gigabytes of usage per line. Data thresholds may vary.